This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Now, here to a, a good news story. Well, and uh, I tell you what, uh, it has been a great month for, South, for women's sport in South Africa. Uh, in fact, a great year, I should say, not month. Uh, in February, the Proteus women's uh, side, that's a cricket team, contested the final of a T20 World Cup at Newlands in Cape Town and narrowly losing out to Australia there. This month, Banyana Banyana performed exceptionally well at the Women's World Cup in New Zealand, making history by becoming the first uh, senior national team to reach the knockout phase at a World Cup tournament. While all of this was going on uh, in New Zealand and Australia, um, here in, in South Africa and Cape Town, the netball team were in action of finishing in sixth spot. Well, in building on this success, um, the Cricket SA have taken the lead now in terms of uh, pushing towards the quest for professional women's sport. They've announced, Cricket South Africa have announced a professional domestic uh, women's league in an effort to grow the game in, uh, even further uh, in the country. Let's find out more. Joined on, on, joining us on the line is uh, Cricket South Africa's chairman, uh, uh, Lawson Naidu. Good morning to you and thanks as always uh, for joining us. Good morning. Thank you so much. Okay, this is uh, obviously a significant development, but let's talk about, I mean, what this means. Why? How is this a game changer when it comes to women's cricket in this, uh, in this country? Well, you know, uh, women's cricket has up until now been probably best described as semi-professional and amateur in large parts of the game. So we have nationally contracted players who are fully professional who get paid a uh, a salary, and they can dedicate all of their attention and time to uh, to cricket. Uh, many other players in the uh, provincial structures uh, are, are, you know, uh, uh, working part-time jobs and playing cricket part-time. And in order to raise the the level of the game and to provide uh, proper opportunities for women cricketers to reach the, the the highest levels, we need to professionalize the game and provide the the necessary financial and other support that is required. For them to realize that talent that as you've highlighted in your introduction mm. uh, the women's team reaching the final of the t20 world cup earlier this year our under 19 women's team being exceptionally well in the under 19 tournament a month before that so uh, you know there's, there's great potential within the women's game within south africa but also globally and we see global trends with uh, professional leagues in in england australia and india and if we're going to uh, be able to compete at that level, we need to put the necessary structures in place and allocate the financial resources to back that up uh, so that South Africa can also compete at the highest levels and give the Proteus women's team every chance of winning a World Cup in the next few years. Mm. Tell us about the approach and how do you go about this in terms of establishing uh, a, a professional league? And I'm talking here in terms of structure of the league. Will it be women's uh, teams that are attached to the existing franchises or what is to be their approach? Uh, indeed, that is the way we are going. It's a, it's a six-team league. Uh, and uh, after the second season, there will be a promotion and relegation with the, uh, the second tier, which is, still remains semi-professional, but this is a work in progress. This is the start of professionalizing women's cricket in South Africa. So we have six teams that are linked to uh, the existing franchises, being the Gauteng Lions, uh, the Dolphins in KZN, the Garden Root Badgers, 
uh, Free State Cricket, Titans and Western Province. Um, so those are the six professional leagues and each of those teams will be able to contract a minimum of 11 full-time professional cricketers. Obviously, if those uh, 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 cricket bodies are able to raise additional funds outside of what they get from Cricket South Africa, they can offer more, more contracts. And the, uh, the level of the contracts is tied to uh, the salary and remuneration structure that is in place uh, by Cricket South Africa for its uh, nationally contracted pro, uh, pro tiers as well as the uh, players allocated to the high-performance centre. Um, of course, then there is the other issue, of course, the contentious issue of equal pay, um, particularly when it comes to our uh, national teams. And there's been movement uh, on that front as well. Just tell us a bit, uh, just uh, tell us more about that. Well, what we've done is in order to equalize the pay gap is uh, to, to take a decision uh, that uh, match fees will be equalized for, for men and women uh, at the protest level. So uh, women cricketers will get the same match fees as uh, Proteus men do for T20s and uh, uh, one-day internationals. Uh, women's team, unfortunately, play very, very few test matches. They've got one coming up early next year against, uh, against Australia. But this is an attempt to, to begin to close the gap. Uh, and it's also following uh, global trends in this regard. Earlier, Just a couple of months ago, when we held the ICC uh, annual conference in AGM in Durban, uh, the International Cricket Council announced equal prize money for men's and women's teams competing in ICC global mm. events. So, you know, this is a trend globally. Uh, it's a key feature of the ICC to grow a women's cricket over the next period. And uh, as, a, as a full member of the ICC, we have to play our part in that. And what we are mm. doing now is contributing to that development and growth of the women's game. And what about at franchise level now? Um what what will be the difference in terms of the structure of your contracts there? Well, the contracts, as I say, will be pegged to uh, the levels that are set by CSA, and uh, you know, uh, uh, and it will be up to. So the uh, um, the franchises will will get a, a, a allocation of funds from from Cricket South Africa, which they will then apportion to the eleven contracts that they enter into. Uh, and there's additional support provided in the fact that each team will have a dedicated coach and assistant coach. Uh, and then the, in terms of strength and conditioning and, and physios, these will be provided at a central level uh, to be shared amongst the, the franchises. Uh, so, like I say, this is a work in progress as we are able to allocate more resources into the game in, in coming seasons. Uh, we'll, we'll strengthen that uh, backroom support that is necessary uh, to, to realize the potential of professional players. The constant refrain when it comes to issues of, um, you know, getting more parity between men and women's uh, sport and not just cricket, yeah, uh, has always been an issue of, um, you would hear that, you know, sponsors are not coming on board because the level of support in terms of viewer, uh, viewership numbers, uh, spectators, attend- uh, attendance, um, is simply that there's just too big a difference between the men and the women's game. How, uh, what, what are you finding in terms of your in- interaction with potential uh, sponsors? Well, I think, you know, that's an outdated and very narrow view. I think we've seen uh, TT, you know, if we look back at the T20 World Cup in, in South Africa earlier this year, where we had sold-out stadiums, New Orleans was sold out for the semi-final and final, uh, which featured South Africa. We saw the support for the Netball World Cup recently, uh, for the uh, Football World Cup. So uh, women's sport is growing globally and, and sponsors need to catch up to that and realize 
that there's there's a market out there uh, that they need to get involved with. And we're hoping that by uh, by promoting this professional women's league with the support uh, from the uh, National Department of uh, Sports, Arts and Culture, giving us a three-year grant to assist with this process, that other sponsors will come on board, that broadcasters will come on board, because we know in the in this commercial world that we live in is that the sponsors will follow the broadcasters. Uh, so we've got, we, we, we know we can create a product that is attractive to the commercial market, and this is part of uh, us, us doing that. And the, the challenge now really is to corporate South Africa to say, it's your turn to come forward and, and, and help us uh, to pr- promote equality in cricket. Fantastic. All right, so what would be the starting point? Just uh, where are we? Uh, I mean, when, what milestones are we looking at? What should we be looking out for, um, uh, you know, as you roll out this the professional league? Well, the, the season starts in October this year, uh, TT, and uh, the professional league will, will kick off then. Uh, so there's a lot of work that's obviously being done, be, been done already behind the scenes to prepare for the, the launch of that league in October. Um, and, uh, you know, this announcement that we've made a couple of days ago is really just to, to bring it to the public attention. Uh, but the league will, will kick off in October. And, uh, we, you know, we're looking forward to and we hope that South Africans will come out in their numbers and support women's cricket in the way that they have done uh, during a global showpiece tournaments. Thank you so much. Lawson Naidu is the chairperson of Cricket South Africa. Appreciate your time. Thanks, DT. Uh, positive developments, I think, from wherever you look at it. Uh, and uh, I think, yeah, as I said, this is, should serve as an inspiration to other sporting codes in this country to take women's sport more seriously and build on a major event such as the World Cup. I just feel like there's so we've had so many missed opportunities in the past, particularly from a Banyana Banyana point of view. After the uh, Women's Africa Cup of Nations victory, um, that was a glorious opportunity to build on that, um, uh, go big on the marketing of a team, especially in the build-up to the World Cup. I mean, just for me, I just thought uh, the marketers missed a trick there. I don't know whether it's the fault of the marketers or we lay this one through uh, also at the door of uh, uh, Safa. But where were the big posters of Botim uh, Bikhatana, Bohilda Magaya? Uh, where were those massive billboards with the, um, you know, with their images on them? You know, to make to, to just to showcase our stars um, of women's sport. I just didn't see it. The TV ads, you know, featuring um, uh, some of us, the stars of Bayana Bangan. But anyway, um, this is a positive step. Uh, women's cricket uh, starting uh, in down that route, and uh, one would hope that uh, football is not too far behind. It's the Power Breakfast. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.